this week on the podcast, Carrie and I are talking about the price increases at Walt Disney World and Disneyland and our perspectives on why, just why. And then I'm sharing the details about my trip to, wow, a non-Disney destination. Can't believe it. Stay tuned to hear how I enjoyed the trip to New York and my Norwegian cruise. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, Carrie. Happy birthday, pal. Aw, thank you. <laughs> I don't have any, any, uh, what do you call those things? The, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> The blowers, <laughs> no blowers, the, no the rattlers, horns or whatever. I, yeah. After last year's birthday, I don't think it could be topped. Yeah, last, yes, uh, last year was a fantastic one. day in in Walt Disney World, so I don't think we can. Yeah, top you woke that. up to your to your to your one bedroom villa being uh, just transformed. The, the decoration transformed. <laughs> the the just. <laughs> exquisite decorations that were that were all 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 abound i was a hundred percent a disney princess that day that's for sure mm -hmm. yeah that was a that oh, was yeah, a really good day too. i had the tiara to prove it it was uh it was so a really good day so today and today can't be any more opposite <laughs> it, it it honestly can't be i'm uh at the tail end of a flu uh not covid um knock wood um yeah, it, I tested all sorts of days, but I managed to come home from my vacation uh, with the flu. And I've been pretty sick <laughs> all week and uh, just starting to feel better now. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, starting to feel so what better. What are we going to talk sure. about today? So today we were going to talk about uh, my trip and how it compares to Disney uh, a little bit <laughs> and the Say price what? increases. So a bunch of price increases happened too. It's, um, yeah, so the whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, Walt yeah. Disney World and Disneyland, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I, uh, okay, so where do we want to start? Let's let's do let's do the bad news first and then we can round it out with your trip report. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounds good to me. Well, it you know, we are a positive podcast. We're the Positive Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Positively. Yes. However, it's hard sometimes to be so positive when things keep increasing in price and they're just there just doesn't seem to be any kind of rhyme or reason. Like I know lots of companies do price increases every year. Fine. I know like our cable telecommunications companies, they do them every year. They schedule them one month out of the year. All the rates go up. Why does Disney do like little nickel and dimes here, there and everywhere? And then everybody seems to be in a frenzy for months about the price increase. Like just rip the bandaid and tell us all at once. But, and so the water, so good news that I have now started figuring out how to drink water uh, <laughs> from like from refillable, from refillable stations, because I'm just looking for the price increase. They increased uh, both the Sani water, which is the one that I drink, because smart water is like expensive, like it was already expensive. Um, I'm just looking for the um, the price increases here, and they increased. Dasani water went from like three fifty to three seventy five, and then Smart Water went from like five fifty to five seventy five or something. So it's only a quarter, but still, it's like don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> but the big news was really the genie. Right. Like, right? I think at Walt Disney World, they, like, they were posting, like, fan sites were was posting across the board, like, how, like, food items that have been around for a long time have bumped up, you know, 25 cents, 50 cents, whatever. Well, yeah, so but the, the, the genie fountain was beverages, the big, big news. Fountain beverages went up, too. And alcoholic beverages. Yeah. 
I but wonder you, if the cost of a pretzel went up. I hope not. You know what? I don't know. But it, apparently, like Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, 50 cents more for a beer, while mixed drinks were 50 cents to $1 more. Like, that's... Wow. Cotton candy went up a quarter. Quick service all over the place went up. Yeah, that's what I, I was reading. I was reading that uh, article about where it was like gave a bunch of like examples. the regular things, examples and how the how the prices have bumped up a little bit. Like it is a lot like that's one thing I noticed after COVID. I don't know how much the prices have jumped from before to now, but it just seems like the eating there is so much more well, expensive than it was before. Or I don't know, maybe it so, isn't, but it just seems that way. <laughs> Here's the kicker. Lunch at Be Our Guest. It increased from $62 to 67 wow. for ages 10 and over. And for lunch. We talked about this before that I managed, I did a walk, I walked up on my solo trip and said, have you got availability for lunch? They said, yes, come on in. I was like, woohoo. And she's like, it's a, it's a fixed price menu and it's $62. And I was like, what? No. I am not paying $62 to come and eat a, a a quick service meal inside. Like, no, not happening. Like, I can barely afford to stomach paying that for a table service. So now it's 67 It's almost $70 like, for lunch. Like, really, when our dollars are horrible, like, that's a $100 meal. <laughs> In Canada, that's a hundred dollar Or close to it. Getting, getting pretty close. Well, the weight the can yeah. With the tip, it would be a hundred dollar at least. It could be more. That it's really bad. Yeah. Right now, so, so, and I think given the the kind of frenzy that everybody's talking about, I don't know if you saw in our Facebook group today. Somebody posted like, "Give me your dining strategies and stuff like that." I have a friend who's going, and her window's about to open. And my advice to her was: tell your friend that her trip is not made or break on a dining reservation, like. Honestly, there's such a frenzy online about like, if you don't get this reservation, you don't get bibbity bobbity, you don't get this, then what's the point in going kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, it's just not true. And I think there's such a, a focus on getting those things and spending that kind of money that it, that just isn't there. Like you don't have to go and spend $67 on lunch to have a good day at the Magic Kingdom. Exactly. <laughs> go get some corn dog nuggets over at Casey's. And have yep, a ball. Some ice water and <laughs> ice cream later on in the day. Well, well this sunny yeah. still kind of affordable, but yeah. But still, yeah, I get the free ice water. Yeah. Tastes better anyway sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think too, like I know before, like the dining plan was so controversial, right? Like it's, you know, you're paying more, you can eat way, you know, less or whatever. Yeah. But I can't imagine... Like going on a trip where you're where you want to have a sit down dinner every single day, like what your what your credit card bill is going to be at the end of that end of that trip <laughs> versus having the dining plan where okay maybe you're breaking even or maybe you're whatever spending a little bit more maybe you're maxing that bad boy out and getting the best meals and the best snacks and you're making you know you're making bacon on it but um, it's prepaid before you go like I can't imagine like people still want to do all the dining when they go regardless of the cost if or maybe people don't realize it until they're there <laughs> uh, maybe that's it maybe um, the cost of it or i don't know it just i think when they're seems... making reservations they're not looking at the pr the menu and seeing what the prices are yeah like i think i've definitely seen pe without the dining plan people just deciding they're just going to have them a meal or two and then quick service yeah. the rest. But I think there's still quite a bit of people that still want that solid, like sit down, take it easy, you know, meal every so single much. day. It's so and, much. And at least before with the dining plan, if you were going to do that anyways, because that's what you wanted, then you might as well prepay it. But now that's yeah. not even an option. So that's, that's, that's a pretty big bill at the end of your stay if you charge it all <laughs> and the refillable mugs went up by two bucks oh yeah that was another uh, yeah <laughs> i think i think the refillable mugs like if you actually use they're them a, a good lot, deal then even with the price increase they're yeah they're worth it and then you have a souvenir mug to bring bring home but i yeah because before well, remember it, they had it where you paid by it the cost of it was dependent on how many days you were going to use it yeah now, now it's, it's just, just a flat rate it's a flat rate and i think i think it is a good deal if you're going to use it because then you also bring it home and then it's it's a very good travel mug 
Very good travel mug. Well, but I you're think right. that's a thing too. Like, a, if you think a fountain drink costs whatever it costs now, four dollars and twenty five cents, and a coffee costs three dollars and fifty cents. Like, you know, just one coffee a day. Yeah, and you got a souvenir mug to bring home if that's the case. But anyways, yeah. So that... it's really the genie. The variable price pricing for genie plus is wow. Yeah, and they do they in did they for California did they make it the same way or did they just raise it in no, California? They just did they raised raise it. it to a like more money? Yeah, I think they day. just raised it in Disneyland. Uh, the price of Genie Plus, hang, I'll tell you, it was raised uh, by twenty five percent. So Lightning Lanes. Um, the price of Disney Genie Plus has been raised at Disneyland Resorts. Guests utilizing the service, which gives access to Lightning Lane reservations, will now pay $25 per person Oh, per it was day. only 20 before. Okay, I thought it was 20 Yeah, so yeah. it went from 20 to this $25. This $5 increase makes the Disneyland Resort version $10 more expensive than its Florida counterpart. Right. But in Disneyland, you, you would get your PhotoPass photos. Yeah. In Disneyland, like, there's less attractions but um but they're a lot it's a lot easier to use to to utilize the, the yeah lightning that's lanes. true and it also says the verbiage notes that the service starts at 25 dollars, implicating the potential oh, for date price dum, dum, dum. yeah dum dum <laughs> implicating the the potential for date based price increases and then at disney World, well, Disney World. The day um, it can change every day depending it on. It can change depending on how, how busy the day is. Or it's the a, demand or yeah. whatever. It says the lowest price still begins at 15 but will vary up to $22 per person per day depending on the day. Wow. Right? So, and because you can only purchase it the day of your visit, you don't know if you're going to be paying $15 or 22 And for a solo traveler... For me, I'm like, whatever, like a couple bucks. Yeah. But if you got a family of five, mm -hmm. that's quite a significant swing budgeting for $15 a day versus $22 a day per person. And, and there's no way to really know what it is, right? Like there's no, no. calendar to say that it's no. this price or that price. I guess it really doesn't matter. It's if you're demand. Get it. ba yeah, it's demand based. So, yeah. And I think the individual ones went up as well. So, like, when you pay for, say, uh, when you're paying for, like, Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever, I think that went up a little bit as well. Wow. I to So, I struggle with this one because I get lots of people want to use it, but that's the problem. Right? That is the problem with this because so many people are willing to pay for it. They're not, they don't have as much availability as they would. So my biggest beef, and I've talked about this before, when I go to Universal, which is limited and I need to get there this year, when I go to Universal, I get the Express Pass and I never wait in line. The problem is that you can buy the Express Pass that's unlimited, right? So you can go on as many times as you want. The people who are standing in line who cannot afford or choose not to buy the Express Pass could be standing in a much longer line than necessary because I and my party and everybody else choose to go on this attraction 17 times in a row. Disney does theirs differently in that they only allow so many per hour is what they were doing even when it was free Fast Passes. So that the people who are standing in line who didn't get the Fast Pass still had a good shot that they weren't like it wasn't exponentially longer mm -hmm. but i think that's what's happening now is so many people are buying this thing to get them to the front of the line that now people who aren't buying are actually waiting an awful lot longer because there are so many people buying it so by yeah. raising the price are they trying to even that out a little more like, is it, is it almost like the price increase on this is, like, I don't understand the water, the, the, the quick service, whatever. Like, I think that's crazy. I'm sure their margins are big enough. But this one, I'm wondering if there's method to the madness in that they're trying to even out the distribution a little bit for the lines. Yeah. They, like, what, they. Like, is there a method to the madness for this one? Or is it just they want more money? More money, more money, more money? 
Um, well, they're a company, so they want more money. Want more Every money. company wants more money. Yeah. And I guess that's a thing, like, with, like, I, I really wish, part of me really, really wishes there was a way that on, that they would allow on-site guests to pre-purchase it before they go to, like, this every single morning mm. of buying things, like, is kind of crappy. But then I think when it was bundled in a package and you're paying so much money already and you're prepaying it 30 days yes. before you go, like the answer always is yes. Yeah. Like, yes, May I'll take well. it. Yes, I'll take it. So then everybody's buying it, which is messing up. If that's the reason why they're doing this, they're trying to even it out, make it a little, you know, less used. Yeah. Um, then that then that doesn't help f- for sure. But well, I wasn't happy when I was there in the fall and I kept buying it every day so I could go to, on the Jungle Cruise. And every day when I went in to go buy the Jungle Cruise or get the Jungle Cruise, it was like three o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon before I yeah. could get it. So it's it's, yeah. it's frustrating when you spend that kind of money and then you can't get what you want with it. So maybe that's what the price increase is designed to do is well, to, to discourage some because it is so popular and i wonder like but is there a world that like like we've been going and it's been busy like so like it seems busy all the times we've been this year seems to be as busy as it's ever oh, been yeah. so is it supposed is there supposed to be a real walt disney world again where you absolutely can go to the parks and not feel that you need it like people are mm. making that choice because they don't want to spend the money are they making the like, can there be a, a world where you're changing, making that choice because you don't really need it? Because the line ride, the wait times are reasonable and you're willing yeah. to wait, you know, that amount of time versus, you know, buying it because you feel that's the only chance, the only option you have. But I like, think that world only exists when less people buy. Like, it's almost like the Catch-22 and which one comes first. Because but I in think order every- for the for the standby lines to be manageable, less people must be buying the front of the line pass. But you've got this Genie Plus that's like, that is, you know, everybody's talking about everybody, you know, most people are probably saying you must have people that are planning the once in a lifetime trip think they need it yeah. because they've got it, they're going to plan to buy it. Like, even if it takes them three days to realize they don't need it every single day, they're still going to be buying it for the so many days until they, until they get to that point, right? Like, it's yeah. uh it's like i don't know how like this might be a much longer you know there might be a much longer arc before this stuff levels out because i think right now like everything about disney that the fans do makes everything a frenzy right like we all get so excited about everything mm-hmm. and we want to plan everything and make the most of everything and maximize our ride times and make sure we get on everything as many times as we can and every single thing that w- that's on our list <laughs> so we're gonna buy genie plus and most yeah. likely most are gonna buy it still if it's 22 dollars a day because they're gonna especially if they're new at this because they're gonna think yes. they have to have it because you go we go on facebook groups and we go on fan sites and oh and they're horrible and, for and, that. Every, and you know we need this so so i don't know i think it might be a while before before this evens <laughs> out right I, like, i'm with you i was thinking the other day that i have to sit down and write a blog about why i think facebook groups and fan sites have ruined the a first timers experience to Walt Disney World because I yeah. think they create such an incredible frenzy that make people think that you know if you don't have Genie Plus if you don't get on Guardians of the Galaxy like do you know how many great attractions there are at Walt Disney World but people are so fixated on the newest latest and greatest mm-hmm. for their very first trip or their second trip that they almost feel let down if they didn't get that one thing that everybody online is talking about, which is crazy. If you got on Space Mountain three times, that's a good day, Mm -hmm. right? Like, who cares about Guardians of the Galaxy if you got on Tower of Terror? Like, I I think we've forgotten and we're all part of the problem in the fan community and all that kind of stuff that I think we've created such a frenzy for people that are just going to enjoy a vacation. Like Mm -hmm. it's a vacation. A vacation should not be this stressful. It just shouldn't be. (laughs) But that's my, that's my mini rant, but it's not, but I don't, I honestly don't think it's necessarily Disney doing that to us. I think it's the fan groups, the, the, the bloggers, the vloggers, the, this, the, that, and everything that make people think they need to have a PhD in Disney before they can go. Yeah, or like it's whatever their recipe is, is a perfect Disney, is exactly. a perfect Disney day. And yeah, 
That's my. And rant. I don't know. It's just so bu- <laughs> and it's been so busy. It's been so 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 busy. Yes. Um. It's yeah. just been so 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 busy, right? Like no matter what, any like it's all year long. Like I don't know what if there has been reasonable wait times or if those windows of of like kind of what we're saying like it's not this like you know take it easy like go this way go that way you're you know you don't have to rely on you know like make the day what you make it and and whatever like do your best and have a great time but i don't know if the crowd's being so busy if even that's what i worry about is that even reasonable to say or like they're gonna go and be slammed and and because yeah. everything's you know will it is this the future of disney where we're just gonna be crazy busy nonstop, or will it kind of go back to, to where we saw like little pockets of times where you know things were reasonable or you yeah know, the mornings were you know, I hope, can you still I go hope. in in the parks in the morning and zip around and get all the stuff not done that you needed to do or is yeah i, I don't know so. in, the, in these types of crowds like after <laughs> a- april 1st when the 50th is done is it going to be like though is it going to be like a ghost town there's going to be tumbleweed <laughs> going down <laughs> Frontierland, you'll hear like the whistle, the cowboy whistle. Right? Well, honestly, in Frontierland, the shooting arcade, (laughs) last time I was there, there were like six families in there. I've never seen it that busy since the 70s. Yeah. But there's... I was watching um, videos of when after the hurricane and like when they were first going into the parks and how slow it was and and whoever I was watching was like showing that area and like nobody was in there. And I think like I remember my very first trip in the September... Like school was like it was over the Labor mm-hmm. Day weekend and into September. And like, that's what I experienced, like a yeah. magic kingdom that was empty like that. I love those days. I Maybe one day. But I mean, it's Doubt not it. good for business. It's not good for business. The The company itself is not going to do that because they are a corporation. They I need know. to they need to report to their shareholders. They've made a profit. And the bigger the profit, the better their shareholders do. But there needs so. to be a park that pe- for the people that don't want to spend the $22 a day for their Absolutely. family of five that they can actually get some things done and, and, and don't leave mm-hmm. saying, Oh, well, well, know, it's, it, that's where they have to figure out the balance between making money and the guest experience, because Disney built their entire brand on the guest experience. And if that guest experience starts to decline in their research, then that's what's going to speak the loudest, well, right? And and really, as we wrap all this up, I'm thinking of all the people that I've talked to that have, that are brand new people that have won in the last, you know, nine months to Walt Disney World and all this stuff we're going on and on about. They all come back and they say it's the best trip ever. Exactly. <laughs> regardless still, of what they prepaid their regardless. Genie Plus, had to pay for it the day of, had to pay $22, had yep. to pay $15. Don't care. They do all come back and say, so maybe the, maybe the moral of the story is the Disney <laughs> bubble is uh it just reigns supreme it just it just Damn it. the disney bubble is still the most magical place to be ever yeah always i don't care whatever happens there it's still better than reality always mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah oh but God. we're we're speaking about the disney the disney service and that kind of dovetails into my into my trip should we talk about my trip i'd love to talk about your trip I'm so excited for your trip. I was so excited to hear a trip from an of a different place, of a different land, a different lore. I couldn't wait. <laughs> I'm well, all ears. So uh, all ears, <laughs> Carrie. I went on my very first trip to New York City. Yay! Uh, and let me tell you, it was a little tiny plane that we went on. Like all, <laughs> like, <laughs> like really, How really, little really. was it? It was pretty, like, it was pretty little, um, like the, even the seats. Um, and then when the plane took off, I swear it sounded like the bolts were rolling down the aisle, but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, we, we landed in LaGuardia. It was fun. I got my first New York city ride in a taxi. It was, it was awesome. Was it yellow? Um, it was yellow. We took yellow cabs everywhere. We, you know what? I know that they have Uber and Lyft there, but I just, I was not comfortable um, to do it there because I just, I don't know it. It's such, anyway. So uh, we went, we stayed at a Marriott, Carrie. Uh, Who suggested that? (laughs) Right in Times Square. So Mm. we paid a lot for this Marriott, but whatever. Um, We were only there a couple nights before our cruise. uh, And we had such a great, we had such a great view of Times Square. It was crazy. And, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was different. It was different. Like 
it, it's a beautiful city. It's, um, we did lots of stuff. Um, you know, Angela went to a Broadway show. She did like all that. I can't remember which one she went to. Um, Book of Mormon. Mm. Yeah, that was Book it. of Mormon, yeah. Book of Mormon. Um, and, you know, you know, I'm not like a, a show person. So the night she went to the show, I went shopping. Like I just kind of wandered around um, Times Square. I went to a CVS. <laughs> Wow. I got some drama mean because I really wanted to try. You know me, I love my. I, really I love like. I love. I love getting like medications and stuff from other places. Um, <laughs> you should have seen me in Mexico. Over the counter medications. <laughs> over folks. the counter, all over the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I went to like the Levi's store, Old Navy. Like I went to all of those, the Disney store, everything. That was fun. Um, yeah, we had lunch at the Russian Tea Room. So that was kind of fun. That was very like, it, it, it's weird because, well, we called ahead to say like, can we get a reservation? And they were like, yeah, come on in. And then we were figuring we had to dress nice. And, and like we showed up, there was like nobody there. There was like maybe four other tables. Hmm. Um, the food was really good. So we enjoyed that. Um, got to go to the library. So, uh, the, and it's funny because the library to me, it's because of the Sex in the City movie. If anybody watches Sex in the City, that's where Carrie and Mr. Big were supposed to get married. So I had my picture taken up on the stairwell where she, where she stood. Um, I but posted everybody it. else, it's a Ghostbusters library. <laughs> everybody else, it's a Ghostbusters library. For me, it's where Carrie got jilted. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. I was excited when you, when I saw that you posted that cause I, cause then there was something that. You know, that aligned with your with pop me. culture fandom. <laughs> right? So I don't do tours. Like, I'm not one for going to look at tours. And we didn't do Central Park because it was actually raining the two days we were there. So, um, you know, Angela was like, oh, you're not going to get it. But for me, like, I'm the woman that went to the Grand Canyon and was like, I've seen this in pictures, man. Like, I didn't need to drive five hours to get here. Um, I could have bought a postcard and seen the same thing. But for me, like going to the library and standing on those steps, that was kind of cool awesome. to me, right? And going to Macy's um, and those escalators, the old wooden escalators, getting on one of those, that was fun. Um, so yeah, we got to do in the Disney store. Disney store was pretty much just a Disney store with yeah. some New York City Disney stuff in it. So of course I bought a t-shirt because, you know, that's me. Um, yeah, I saw you wearing it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was fun. And um, New we, oh, we, we got, so there was some diner, you know, Harry met Sally. Yeah. Oh, you won't even believe this. So we're like, okay, after the show, apparently this is, this is really good. After the show, let's get in a yellow cab. We'll go down there. We'll go to the diner. We hail a cab. We get in there. We get to the diner. And the guy at the door is like, it's only to go. We're closing. We're like, are you kidding me? It took us like 45 minutes to get there. It was like a $50 cab, right? But we got our sandwiches. How much? And your sandwiches probably cost as much as the cab, They ride. did. They did. Each. Each, yep. Each. And then we got back in a cab, went back to the hotel. I went to the gift shop and bought a couple of beers and we ate them in the room overlooking Central Park. Oh, but let me just, or not Central Park Times Square. Um, those sandwiches were good. Yeah. They were really good, <laughs> like really good. Um, so yeah, we did that. But that's and a Harry Met Sally diner. That's the one where diner. they, they yeah. um, is I'll it have what she's. I'll have what she's having. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we do, and, and it's so confusing to order because they slice all the meat in one section, and you order soups from another section, and we were very confused. Um, but, you but did yeah, it. we did it. And we took the yellow cabs. I'll tell you, though, you got to be careful when you're in New York. They they told us before we got off the cruise ship to be very careful about uh, getting in taxis, like to make sure it's a licensed taxi. Mm. When we came out, I know I'm skipping ahead, but when we came out of the cruise and I, I was there were people like swarming us. Taxi, taxi, Uber, taxi, taxi. And I'm like, what what's going on here? The taxi stand was across the street and Angela and I were both like, we know we're going straight to those yellow cabs. That's it. Whatever. When we got to the other side of the street, after all these people following us, the guy's like yellow taxi and Angela's like, yeah. And he's like, come on. And I'm like, no, no, no. He, why is he standing there? I go, are you a yellow cab? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, which one? 
And then he's like, forget it. Seriously? So then the guy behind him's like, no, 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 yellow cab. I get you yellow cab. So he walks out on the street, hails a yellow cab, and then turns to me and goes, tip. <laughs> so he hailed the cab for us and then expected a tip. So it was, yeah, it was very crazy. So you just, you really need to be careful about that kind of stuff in New York because it did happen quite a few times where people were coming up going, taxi, taxi, but they weren't, they weren't yellow taxis. So hmm. I don't know what the deal is with them, but just be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Noted. 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 Um, but yeah, then we, we took our taxi the one morning down to the dock and got on a Norwegian cruise, Gary. NCL. NCL. Um, the, the NCL Prima. And uh, she was brand new and shiny. She was. Shiny. She was. She was very brand new and shiny. And... Uh, you know, it's important now with my new my new business to, new, to new gig. my new gig to check out new stuff. And um I absolutely got on that ship thinking this is not Disney. It's gonna be a different experience. Take it all in, enjoy, blah blah blah. The ship was beautiful, our stateroom was beautiful, the bathroom was huge. Hmm. It's so in comparison to like Disney cruises where you get the split bathroom. It was weird for me to be on a ship where the bathroom was so big. Um, oh, yeah, because it wouldn't Because be it's just one. Yeah, yeah, it's just one, right? Um, so that was a bit different. But then, of course, it wasn't split. So, yeah. like, when Angela went to shower, then yeah, I had, the right? There wasn't the other the one. Two. Yeah. Um, and you can't dry your hair in there. So the hair dryer is at the little desk in the room. That's and one it's of my t- most favorite parts of your pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's in like a little holster. It, there's a little holster on the desk. But if you chose to, you couldn't like... So one night I was getting ready for dinner and she was watching something on TV. But <laughs> I, can't, I can't dry my hair if she's watching TV. So that was that was just a That's bit weird. weird. Mm-hmm. Because you can't unplug it and take it in the bathroom. There's no plug. Hmm. Um, so hmm. that was that was different. Um, and the way they situate the bed. So on the Disney ship, when you walk in, the bed is right there. And then the space with the, the couch and the TV and the desk and everything is next to the balcony. This is the reverse. So when you walk in, it feels so big because there's all that empty space in the middle of the floor where the couch and the desk is. But when you go to go on the balcony, you got to like kind of almost wiggle around the beds. Mm. And because they were single beds like they they split the bed so it's like a a queen bed but they're two singles pushed together so when we said can you split them because you know we're not sleeping together um when they moved the one bed to give us the room between them then it was like almost right up against the door i guess it would be wouldn't it well yeah yeah so that was different well that's Um, one thing i think like traditional cruise ships all like well maybe not all of them but generally that's what their beds always do and i don't think a disney ship has ever had a bed that Mm-mm. did that like where you could you could split out the the beds but generally i always think like so what happens like you're gonna fall down between the two beds well, like if you push two beds together well, is no, there I'm not sure. an opportunity to fall down between the two of them no i think i think that the cruise industry figured that out many many years ago <laughs> I'll just think, like, you and your husband get into the bed, and then you roll in the middle, and then... I'd be more worried about sleeping in that single bed and, like, rolling over and, like, falling on the floor. Because you're used to having a big bed. There were were a couple nights I almost fell off, like, honest to goodness, (laughs) because I went to turn, and then I was like, whoa, like, because I felt myself falling (laughs) off the bed. So it was one of those, you almost had to sit up and then, like, carefully turn over. So, Yeah. Um, so the room was the room was beautiful. Room was, room was beautiful. Room was beautiful. Uh, the ship was beautiful. Like it was huge, Carrie. Like deck seventeen. Come wow. on, man. Um, so there was a lot. I did the day I went to go get pictures on the ship. So I was checking everything out. I had ten thousand steps. Hmm. Yeah, on a ship. You're supposed <laughs> to be. You're supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, they had a go-kart track, they had ping-pong tables, they had a virtual reality um, whole club. It it looked really cool. Like, I went in and checked all that stuff out. Um, 
they had what else did they have they had pools hot tubs like regular the regular stuff the spa was absolutely beautiful i did a tour of that as well there was a casino Um, there was a casino it was huge you know what they also but there wasn't a lot of people in the casino like to me it seemed like an awful lot of space spent on Mm. like it wasn't very utilized there was a cigar bar Hmm. inside Yeah, so, and you know, like, I don't mind the smell of cigars, but by the end of the cruise, I could smell the cigars in other parts of the, like, Mm. of that floor, Mm -hmm. uh, which was different. Um, They had, you know, the restaurants, so they had some pretty cool restaurants. There was one where you go, it's like a quick service where you go sit at the table and there's like iPads on it and you just order, like, you could order one thing and it comes, then you order another thing and they're almost... They're bigger than tasting menu, but they're not like full size plates. It's like all you can eat sushi. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was pretty but cool. But not sushi. Yeah. And then, of course, they had like the sit down restaurants. They they had like the same menu at a couple of different ones. Um, and then they had their specialty restaurants as so, well. So like how many restaurants would have been on the ship and how many, like a percentage of them that was included and how many were yeah. enough charge? I think there were four that, or three or four that were the upcharge. Um, I should That's have probably bad, had I that. Guess. I probably should have had that written down. Uh, but we had a hard time getting the reservation for one, and we ended up getting a reservation at the French one at the last night of the the cruise at something like eight o'clock. Hmm. Uh, which you know, but then from what I understood from others, so this was a, a travel agent cruise, so it was all travel agents on it. Um, which meant that people weren't behaving the normally the way they would. Right. So many of the cruises, people don't pay for the upcharge for the other restaurants, which means there's availability in them. But because it was all travel agents, everybody's experiencing things. Mm. That's why it was so hard to get reservations. That's probably why the casino wasn't very busy too. Right? Exactly. And the um, like the shows. So we saw Donna, Donna Summer the musical, um, and I love Donna Summer. Um, but it was 90 minutes, Carrie. <laughs> that is a little extreme. <laughs> so Angela's laughing, loving, you know, j- dancing in her chair. And then afterwards, she's like, what'd you think? And I'm like, it was probably like an hour and 10 minutes too long. Like <laughs> <laughs> the last 20 minutes, I loved the woman's voice was incredible. Um, but yeah, it was just for me, it was a bit long. But if you're like a Broadway person that like you would have loved it, loved it, loved it. And then uh, we saw Noise Boys, which are like they're beatboxers and tap dancers and hmm. pretty cool. And then The Price is Right. And oh my gosh, like they had the full wheel. Really? Yeah, like their props were pretty spot on. That that one I enjoyed the whole show from beginning to end. That's very cool. Yeah. So the entertainment was, was uh, up, par, up, to, up to snuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, um, but you have to make reservations. So because it is the freestyle dining, meaning you can go eat whenever you want, it means they don't sort of corral people into certain places. So on a Disney ship, you get to do like your showtime is scheduled based on your dining time. Now, you don't have to dine at that time. You can go to the buffet or whatever. You don't have to eat then. Um, But for the most part, you're you're getting a seat in that theater if you want to go see the show. Mm hmm. Not on Norwegian. And, and apparently that is pretty normal that I you have that, to make reservations. Yeah, I think a lot of the other cruise lines do that, or like Royal Caribbean, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's weird that they make these ships that, that hold like 6,000 guests or whatever. But but it's more that they make so, like they make so many things to do, right? Like, Yes. If there's like 18 restaurants on board these ships, but they make them small because they've got to fit 18 restaurants on the ship <laughs> or the same thing with the show. Like yeah. maybe like maybe it's impossible with a big ship like that with so many people to build something know. that, it that just... fits. But you think who doesn't go on a like most people would go on a cruise looking forward to mm-hmm. absolutely enjoying the entertainment. Like even if they don't know that they're going to love it, like it's just part of something they've paid for. It's part of the experience. Like. You'd almost yeah. expect, like, maybe the dining, but, like, even for, like, there should be a guaranteed way to see the entertainment or 
So maybe, we did standby. Like you can do yeah, on the that's what app, I was gonna say. You, do you do like standby. a standby, right? And then they let you know. And we got into everyone with standby. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know if that's normal or not. But then it takes like the cruise experience where you just like, you just chill. breathe. You're, you're just supposed to chill and breeze mm-hmm. around and do whatever comes about and wherever you need to go when you're supposed to be somewhere. Yes. To being like in a theme park where you're going to wait in, wait in line for. Yeah for um your opportunity to experience something like even their comedy club was so small too carrie like there were big lines to get into the comedy club and and again the stress of worrying that you're not gonna get to experience it yeah i will tell you one of the great things though on the ship was there were two starbucks Hmm. two different starbucks on the ship which meant for people like i know everybody loves their like i'm not a, a starbucks person but when I'm in the States, a Starbucks gives me a good cup of tea <laughs> because a good cup of tea is usually really hard to get because the water's not boiling when they put the like there's a whole process. Yeah, Starbucks, I'm guaranteed they put the tea bags in first and then they put the boiling water in and that makes a decent cup of tea. So having two Starbucks on board was uh, was pretty big. What about the shopping? You know, the shopping was a bit weird, Carrie. And and maybe it's because I'm so used to, to Disney. I think so they had like this hallway where they had shops on either side and they had like electronics, they had bags, they had whatever. Um, but I never saw anybody shopping like jewelry. I never mm-hmm. saw anybody buying anything. Um, and some of the stuff looked like stuff like, yes, it was like Gucci or whatever. I don't know if it was Gucci. It was one of those names. Um, But it's stuff that you could probably get at like a big department store. Mm -hmm. Then they had one shop that was kind of like the all-inclusive, like gives you everything, right? But in there, they had Radley purses. And I only know Radley purses because I'm not not a purse person. uh, But my sister loves them and she always buys them in Scotland. So they're the ones with the little two Westie dogs. Mm -hmm. So they had a ton of Radley purses, which seemed weird to me because it's like a British brand. Anyway, then they had some Norwegian clothing. So Norwegian branded clothing. And then they had like this little corner of the shop for like sundries, like... Um, medications, um, pretzels, uh, Pringles, you know, snacks for your room, whatever that you could buy. Carrie, they didn't have Dramamine. (laughs) So I go into the lady because I'm like, I go in the reason that I, so I was specifically looking because I'd heard that Dramamine is really good, but I also heard about what's the other one? Bonine? Bonine? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something like that. So anyway, the CVS that night, I went to the CVS. They didn't have any. So when I was on the ship, I thought, oh, maybe they'll have it. They did. So they didn't have bonide. They didn't have Dramamine. They didn't have anything. So I said to the lady, what do you have on here, like in this little compartment here, for for people with seasickness on the cruise? And she says, the the brace, like the, the bands, you know, the bands that have like the little pressure points, mm-hmm. the, the wristlets. I go, no, 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 medication. Like, where's... Where's the medication? She said, we don't have any. But you're a cruise. <laughs> you're, people are on your boat and you don't have something to settle an upset stomach? Hmm. Like that just seemed very... So maybe you have to go to the to the uh, medical center to get a complimentary maybe, But it seemed, it seemed so... Like it was such a small little... Uh, <sighs> On the Disney ship, there's like those two big stores that are just all Disney and and medications and like glasses and mugs and like everything you would need. It just seemed it it, it just seemed weird to me that it was like literally this little corner hmm. um, of stuff. She didn't buy was, anything. No, I didn't buy anything, which was so bizarre for me. No, but so yeah. That was that. What they did have at the rooms, though, I will tell you, they had like these little iPad, like little tiny, oh, maybe like iPhones um, inside your room. So you could adjust your temperature. And let me tell you, it was great because Angela likes things cold like I do. Our room was like an ice box, like <laughs> ice box the whole time. It was fabulous. Um, but you can also say like push a button that says make up the room or do not disturb or whatever. And... There's a little light on the outside of your door that tells the room steward that you're in the room 
or if you want your room made up or oh. do not disturb. That's cool. Which is kind of which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what about, what about the food on board? The food, the food was the service. Food, I don't think we talked about those yet. Yeah, because I was kind of skipping over the service a little bit. Um, the food was good. Uh, you know, lots of variety in the quick service and stuff like that. Um, the buffet was pretty good. They didn't, they had like a hand washing sink. Um, but by day two of the cruise, they weren't making you wash your hands when you went in. Hmm. Like it was kind of your choice. Um, which I thought was a little odd. Like there were no, no COVID stuff on board, which I'm okay with. Uh, but because even before COVID, Disney had like those little towelettes they used to give you to sanitize your hands before you went into the buffet. Mm-hmm. Whether you yeah. wanted to or not. Whether you wanted to <laughs> or not. Like you didn't get to go. You just took it, right? Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a little odd. Um, the food was really good, though. But again, there were f- there were quite a few things that were just upcharges. So the day that we ate at the place with the iPads, I saw this dessert and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks delicious. And I went to go get it and it was $4. And I was just like, it just, to me, it was just weird. Um, service. That was probably the place where I most said, this isn't Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I a thousand percent know that the people on board are working and it's a job for them. And I know it is for the people that work on Disney ships. But on a Disney cruise, I have never felt like they were doing a job. I never felt like they didn't want to be there. I never felt like I was an imposition to them. Um, I felt like and I don't know whether because it was a travel agent cruise or whatever, that these people were understaffed. I don't know, but I can tell you that I maybe had two conversations with our room steward and both weren't like, I I, I can tell you he didn't know my name. Hmm. He didn't call you Miss Francine? Didn't call me nothing. In fact, most days when I was like, hi, how are you? He was like, good. Like, <laughs> nodded like, at you. Uh-huh. Nodded at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even the other room stewards, when you would pass them in the hall, like it definitely. I knew they were there to work. Mm. Whereas Disney room stewards are working their butts off, but they somehow manage to act like they're having fun. <laughs> I'm sure it's not fun for them, but they never let me know that. Interesting. So that definitely was was the big difference for me. Um, would I go on another Norwegian? For sure. I think I would. Um, but I think my expectations of... I think I would just be more prepared for... Although, I, I gotta say, like I didn't go in with high expectations because I, I knew it was going to be very different than Disney. But I am 1000% now very comfortable saying to somebody, this is the difference. Like when mm-hmm. you're saying to me, why is Disney that little bit more? Well, I'll tell you why. You don't have to pay the $4 for dessert when you're when you want the chocolate cake. Like you don't have to pay for this. You you get to see every show if you want to see every show. Um, and and you'll get your towel and animals ease. And, ease, and a smile from your room steward every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know yeah like even with like the like even with like the show stuff and it being more simply like just laid out for you that you don't have to worry about missing something or like just the fact that they they give you everything and it's just like it's a no like no thought vacation right yes that was that i found was was part of the issue like even you know like that three the virtual reality the um go-karts all like that's paid so if you've got your family on board and they want to go and have all of these experiences now i did not do the slide 
Um, so they have like this one where you get wrapped up in like a potato sack and it's like, it's like they shoot you down. And I saw this big man. Oh my God. Because I saw this man get on it and he was like a big burly man and he screamed like a girl when that trap door opened (laughs) underneath them. And I was like, "Mm -mm, I ain't doing that. (laughs) I've always wondered like what those big mega ships with that, that have, you know, the bumper cars, the bowling alleys, the, the like yeah. everything that they have at sea, like if there's an upcharge for that or if it's included. Like I'm sure well, some of it must be some included. Some of it's but, included, but some like, of it isn't. Cli- they have rock climbing walls, yeah. like zip lines. Like if you wanted to zip line on some of these ships, yeah. do they like do you pay for all that extra stuff or just for some of it? Like Right. I think the other big benefit of this this ship, I'll tell you right now, where they got Disney beat hands down. I never waited for an elevator until the day we were getting off the ship when everybody was trying to get their luggage off. Hmm. Never waited for an elevator. So every floor had one, two, three, four, eight elevators. It like midship, there were eight elevators. Wow. Midship. It was fantastic. So that 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 was that was pretty good. Hmm. But yeah. So then we got off the ship, took our taxi to LaGuardia, tried desperately to get on an earlier flight and couldn't. Um, so we got to spend like five hours in LaGuardia Airport wandering around and uh, got on a little tiny baby plane back. <laughs> a little baby plane. <laughs> little baby plane, but it was full this time. Uh, and then, oh, get this. We arrive in Toronto and we're trying to, you know, get off the plane, blah, blah, blah. I get to the front. I say thank you to the pilot. I turn left and I see outside. I'm like, where's the the thingy? Like the... <laughs> The, the thing for me to walk in the terminal. Oh, no, no, no. It's like 12 big, deep steps to get me down on the ground. That's how, that's the sign of a little baby plane. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little bitty plane. So we were like in the, in the bowels of, of Toronto Pearson. Um, yeah, I've been there before. It's and weird. then by the time we get to our, so we get to the bags, I go through Nexus, Angela waits in line. I'm like, don't worry, I'll go get the bags. I'm standing at the carousel, standing, standing. Angela comes out. I said, the bags still aren't here yet. I don't know. I go, I'm looking at my tile here. It says they're here. So it's got to be like, they got to be just getting ready to load them up. And she goes, it's not the bag behind you. What are you talking about? She's like, there's my bag. There's your bag. So apparently our bags had already come through oh, wow. and been taken off the carousel before I even got out of the line. I was standing in front of them. That's interesting. So, Delta, quick with the bags. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that little itty bitty plane had to go somewhere else. Oh Real my quick. goodness. Yes. So Carrie, that was my, so I've like, blah, 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 but that's my trip. That's cool. Yeah. I liked it. So another two months, little month and a half before I get to go back to Walt Disney World. Yay. To celebrate somebody else's birthday. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> No jinxies. Oh, you and your jinxies. Come on. You're going to be fine. There's nothing to worry about. Now it's all back to normal. Now everything's back to normal. It's no different than when we used to travel and you get a cold before you got left, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Maybe not that close back to normal, but I'll I'll take a little bit of it. Just take it. Just take it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I like that. Thanks for sharing. Because well, I, I think it's, it was pretty it, exciting to watch you on your stories and and see what you were up to and seeing you enjoy something a little bit different. Because you were enjoying it. I was worried you're going to be like New York City. I hate this place. <laughs> Cruise ship. I can't find my way around it. And yeah. then I'm seeing all these pictures of you having a blast. So, well, I think for me it was it was really just knowing what I like to do and what I don't like to do and doing and doing it right. It. Um, you know, some of the meals were probably, I I would never normally spend that kind of money to go to lunch uh, that we spent at the Russian Tea Room. Uh, but I figured it YOLO. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah, exactly. I just figured, you know what? I'm never going to be back to do this again. So why not? Yeah. Good attitude. It was good. It was very good. Awesome. Cool. All right, Carrie. Yep. So I missed all sorts of stuff, but it's that time of the podcast. What was your pixie dust this week? What brought you joy? 
my pixie dust was that I, um, well, it was last weekend. I cleaned out my bedroom closets <laughs> and I, and I, and I donated like three bags of clothes. Wow. It was glorious. That is it just good. felt good. Doesn't it feel good to purge? Mm-hmm. Nice. I needed to. And it, and it was not just like the purging. It was like actually forcing myself to focus on something different than like work. Yes. Or what like I, I, I had like, I didn't have to do it then, but I had to do it. Like I, I forced myself last weekend to make like a personal to-do list and accomplish this stuff on it because I've been so busy Good that I'm not you. even allowing myself to have that personal to-do list. Like I'm not even letting myself write the list down. Like it's just like, whatever, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And as the week weekend was approaching, I took a day off of, off of work because it was our long weekend. Um, I, I was d- determined that I was not going to let the weekend pass where I did didn't nothing do but any work or didn't stuff. do anything personal. So it mm-hmm. felt, it was, it was really most, it was more of that than actual cleaning of like, that was something that needed to be done, but it was more like forcing myself and and I was glad I did it. It felt a lot Good better. Good for you. Yeah. So. Good for you. It's important to, to really prioritize personal stuff and, and just things that are for you that aren't work related. Like I know, and we've talked about this before between our unmagical jobs and our side hustles and the podcast and everything else, it feels like we work all the time. I mean, I don't really like this is this is quote unquote work, but it's not work because I'm just chatting with you. But yeah, same thing. Like we don't find the time to do stuff that's just personally to make you happy or make you feel good. Mm hmm. Good for you. That's it. Good for you. So now you have more room in your closet. No, not really. I just had a lot of extra <laughs> stuff. The rooms, I did the drawers, I did the closets. Woohoo! I did it all and it's all still full, but it's organized. Like I've got it all nice. organized nicely. And, and I still, it's full and I still got rid of a lot of stuff. But it feels good. Good for Absolutely. you. So what's your pixie nice. dust? Well, my pixie dust, it would kind of be hard to say. I mean, we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, it goes live on Wednesday and today's my birthday. Yay. Uh, yay. So I, like, I kind of have to say that's my pixie dust. It's my <laughs> birthday. Uh, and I'm spending it, you know, uh, slightly under the weather, but home alone. Um, I've got, <laughs> got some work to get done today after all that talk about personal stuff, but, um, it, it'll feel good for me to get some of those work to do's off my list. Um, that will actually bring me lots of pixie dust because I don't like having all these to do's hanging over me. So, what, what yes, you, it's like best birthday ever. What are you gonna have for dinner? Um, I you know what? I don't know. I have like a, I have a frozen pizza in the in the freezer. Maybe you should Maybe order I something have... in, and like order... you could just go on your figure it out now and order it for dinner time, and then you don't have to think about it before dinner, and then it'd be like. Like surprise, happy birthday to me. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll order some dinner and I'll order a dinner. You'll be working like crazy and then you'll end up putting a a frozen pizza in. So maybe you should order something now and then then you don't have to think about it or worry about it. And then at dinner time, you'll be like, well, 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 Well. happy birthday to me. (laughs) I'll order some cake or dessert to go with it. Yeah, I think that's what you should do. I think that's a great idea. You can focus on on the, on your work and getting all kinds of stuff done. Well, this I gotta afternoon. get this done. I gotta get this edited, the web page up, all that stuff done. And then when so. the, when your food arrives, you'll be like, "This is exactly what I needed." Exactly, <laughs> exactly. See, that's that's it. Yes. So so that's the beauty of of recording these podcasts, Carrie. Is I get to spend another hour with you because when we hang up, <laughs> I get to hear I'm this sorry. all over again. <laughs> I'm sorry, pal. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. Oh my gosh! I ha- honestly, I have looked into different um, services to do this stuff for us, but they're so expensive, um, and we don't make money from the podcast. It costs us money, so we do it for fun. <laughs> we do it for fun, so I can't, I can't justify spending the money on it. But um, we have fun doing it, and we have, like I had people reach out about last week's podcast saying that they have trouble packing too when they're going somewhere other than Disney or or Vegas. Mar- Marla was saying she only goes to Vegas and Disney. Like she doesn't know how to pack if she was going somewhere else. So we're not alone. We're not I'm alone. Glad. Yes, yes. Well, thank you guys again for listening. And uh, if you if you enjoyed the episode, please Don't tell forget. tell a friend. <laughs> you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
and uh, we'll we'll be back next week with more fun. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>